Good morning. It is August 13th, 2021 with the Jesus Calling. Learn to enjoy life more. Relax remembering that I am God with you. I craft you with enormous capacity to know me and enjoy my presence. When my people wear sour faces and walk through their lives with resigned rigidity, I am displeased. When you walk through a day with childlike delight, savoring every blessing you proclaim, your trust in me, your ever-present shepherd, the more you focus on my presence with you, the more fully you can enjoy life. Glorify me through your pleasure in me. Thus you proclaim my presence to watching the world, to the watching world. Matthew one twenty three. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. John ten ten through eleven. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come to give life that, and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. Jude 24 through 25. To him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy, to the only God our Savior be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages now and forevermore. Amen. Um, those were all really good verses. So, the remembering the presence is kind of the whole theme of this book is, you know, knowing God is with us, um, trusting in Him, trusting what His Word says about us, so knowing our identity. And when that happens, that I think that's really the only way we can truly have um, walking through the day with with childlike delight and savoring every blessing because we trust in Him. Um, when we don't have that, I mean, when we are focused, if we're not focusing on him or we're not recognizing his presence or we're not remembering our identity in him we're going to think it's all up to us we might not say that but that's how we're acting and when we act that way uh, we're showing a disbelief in him a disbelief in the bible and a disbelief in our identity in him but we don't realize we're doing it because we're so focused on what we're, you know, thinking we have the responsibility for. But we have a, uh, um, kind of that the weight of the sh- the world on your shoulders type look and stress, and we end up uh, just not not enjoying his presence. Um, my family says that uh, <laughs> if you go through a lot of pictures of me, you find I have, uh, it's called like a, a RBS, uh, resting word I'm not going to say face, um, 
because I just kind of went grumpy <laughs> all the time. Uh, and, you know, it's probably, I, I am guilty of what I just said. So I'm not preaching to you guys. I'm, I'm preaching to myself when I say all this. Um, there is probably some part of my life that I don't realize, um, or even of the world, because I mean, when you think about all the stuff that's going on in the world, it gets kind of depressing and sad and like, what can we do to fix this? Which, I mean, God did put us on this earth to be the salt and the light to the world, which is a huge responsibility. But as we see here, you know, it's, he doesn't, set us out to do this without any tools. He gives us all the tools and it's really him doing it. We just get to be a part of it. So, um, with that, if you catch me, um, you know, kind of having a sour look on my face and looking like I'm not enjoying life, um, you know, just come and remind me that I'm not, uh, yeah, my permission. You know, remind me that I'm not trusting God or uh, trusting what His Word says is true, and I'm taking on some responsibility that's not myself, that's not for me, because I have forgotten my true identity in Him, um, so that I can snap out of it and get that childlike delight. I remember one time I was on an internship in college and uh, I think it was I interned for Samsung uh, down in Dallas when I was in college each summer and maybe it was my it might have been my first year there no it was my second it was my my second year interning um, and I had some of the other interns over to my apartment there to uh, just kind of hang out. And we were talking and they saw, you know, all my Bible and Christian books around my apartment and were looking at them. And they knew I was a Christian from at work because I tried talking about them and stuff, but they were, uh, they, and they, they weren't Christians. Um, I mean, they had grew up in the church, but they, since they were in college now, they didn't really want to have a, any part of it. So they were talking to me about it and asking why I still did all this stuff. And, you know, I tried to talk to them about the joy that God gives us and stuff, and they were just like, what joy are you talking about? You look like you're miserable. <laughs> if, if you, you know, if you're basing, uh, trying to get us to come to, to you know, go back to God based on how you look. I I don't want to do that. I'm like, what do you mean I look miserable? I am happy, happy, happy. And I I look fantastic and great. And they're like, no, you look miserable and like you don't want to be doing this. Um. And which didn't really make sense to me. And I thought they were kind of crazy. But as I got older. I remember I was talking to a mentor one time. They pointed out that 
you know, the Bible talks about how we're, you know, three parts in one. We are body, soul, and spirit. And that each person is this. We're all three, all three things. And they're all uniquely different, separate things, and they all work, but they all work together. And we sometimes, well, not sometimes, we've, uh, often we don't think about that. And so we're, we attribute different problems to different things. For instance, um, oh, and they talked about how our spirit, because it's different than our body or, uh, um, the other parts, you know, they each have different ways of sensing or feeling things. And we have to learn how to, you know, know what those senses are. Like when we touch something hot, what's hot, what's cold, uh, or even with our eyes, you know, what a certain color is or what an object looks like. We got to do the same thing with each of those separate parts of us. But, uh, when you're, uh, how do I put this? Like, Uh, I guess kind of like a gut feeling. You you just have a feeling something's wrong. And that's kind of like your spirit trying to tell you something about that situation. So they were saying that, you know, oftentimes our face, or, or maybe not our face, but our body can say something, but our spirit saying something else. Um, so in that situation, my I thought I was showing that I was joyful and pleasant and enjoying God's presence. But they were telling me it wasn't. I was like, what do you mean? I'm not like, you know, I'm not whining and complaining. I'm not like uh, crying over here. So I, I don't understand what, how am I not showing that, you know, I take pleasure in God. Uh, and my my mentors were pointing out like, hey, they were probably picking up on your spirit. They could probably tell that your spirit wasn't, enjoying God like maybe they couldn't because I mean they couldn't give me an example of why they could just say like you you look miserable that's it they couldn't expound on that so they're pointing out like hey this their spirit can feel things too so their spirit feels that your spirit is not enjoying God and what you're what you have out is a facade it's you know it's a mask that you're wearing that you don't even realize you're wearing because you've done it for so long. It's just become the way of life for you. And they were kind of teaching me about how we, uh, often we get into a performance mindset, you know, where I've talked about, you try to do things for God instead of with God. Um, and how easy it is to slip back into that, which is what, you know, the Pharisees did, or uh, legalism all about doing something, uh, doing it out of our own strength to try to earn something or, uh, you know, uh, or pride. Another example of that is I remember not too long ago, I was talking to someone and I was trying to 
kind of help them get in a little bit better situation in life. And they were talking about how I was always judging them. And it's like, I'm not judging you. I'm trying to help you here. Um, but this isn't the first time people have accused me of being judgmental. It's like, you know, I, I don't understand. I'm not coming around telling them that they're this horrible person. You know, I've been in all these situations these people have been in. Uh, so I know exactly what it's like. And I'm, I don't feel like I wasn't thinking anything bad about them or saying anything bad about them. And I, I honestly thought I was being loving to them. But those same mentors kind of pointed out to me like, hey, you're, remember your spirits can sense things that the other person can't. So if someone's coming to you and telling you that you're judging them when you're not actually like physically doing anything, that should be a trigger to you to tell you, hey, what is making them think this? And, uh, I mean, it could be too that, uh, I mean, there's all, there's also always the thing like to the, uh, godly God shows himself being, you know, righteous and, and wonderful. This is a bad paraphrase, but to the ungodly, he shows himself being wicked. Like, however, so when you see the light, you either are attracted to it or you hate it. There, I mean, there's not really an, an in-between. Um, and depending on how you view that light tells you kind of what is going on in you, uh, which we all do that. At, and for me, it's been different phases. You know, I, I see, I've seen God wicked at points, and it wasn't until now that I have recently realized that and be like, Oh man, like, wow. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, God. I didn't like, I, I never really thought of it that way. You know, if I was seeing you wicked, that means I was wicked. Um, that's what your word says. And so I'm sorry about that. And, you know, forgive me and help me not to view you as wicked, but to always view you as the light. And if I do, Holy Spirit, please, remind me that verse and point that out to me so I can correct myself. But, uh, I mean, so that can always be the case too. But my mentor was kind of telling me like, Hey, if their spirit is thinking that you're judgmental, then that means, you know, more than likely you have judgments against them in your spirit. And it might not be that you have stuff against them right then, but, uh, like, we all make judgments about things all throughout our lives, and they're always there unless we bring them up to God and, you know, offer them to Him. And, you know, that's where the Holy Spirit kind of, like, gurgles that stuff up and <laughs> points it out to you so you can you can recognize it. So, you know, I had to go and be like, okay, so I even though I don't feel like I'm being judgmental, Holy Spirit, you're, you're showing me through this person that I've made judgments against either people like this or this person in the past or situations like this in the past. So please, you know, forgive me and help me not 
to make those judgments in the future. Um, you know, I, I take those to the cross and I, uh, the law of, you know, sowing and reaping and all that fun stuff. Like I, I don't, I don't want to sow judgment and reap judgment. I want to sow forgiveness and reap forgiveness. Um, I don't want to sow displeasure and, uh, you know, sour faces or resigned rigidity. I want to sow childlike delight and savoring every blessing so that I'm proclaiming his, your trust to, to others. Um, so yeah, it's a, no one's perfect. Uh, we are always learning and growing and this is part of the process. Um, and I do this a lot with taking the world on my shoulders or um, you know, not essentially not trusting God or showing delight in him. And even people that are very delightful, I mean, things happen in life and we can get down, um, which is, you know, uh, completely natural and human. But we have to remember also that we aren't fully just natural people. We're supernatural. We have God in us, the God and creator of the universe. And so even if we're not that we have like these fake that we need to put on these fake faces and stuff to make everyone think because they won't think that their spirits will pick up on, on our lie and see that we're not really happy. And, you know, we're just putting up a facade. Um, but to, you know, truly trust him, and truly get to where we can just proclaim that trust in him to everybody. Um, so, yeah, that was a, a lot of different things I, I threw it at you guys. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and go into prayer. So, Father, thank you for today. Thank you for speaking to us, uh, for helping us learn about how being in your presence and how we carry ourselves shows how we enjoy your presence. Um, that we, if we have those sour faces or we're living in the resigned rigidity that we're not we're not really showing that we trust you and we're showing we're doing that whole hypocritical thing that most people uh portray to christians which you know doesn't you don't want to see us like that you want to see us with the childlike delight savoring every blessing proclaiming your trust in you because we know that you're the ever-pleasant shepherd. Help us to remember that 
I mean, your name, Emmanuel, means God with us. And that it's not you that came to steal, kill, and destroy. That's Satan. That's the thief. And any time that we are in the positions to where we're not trusting you or or in your presence, we're not aligning with you. And if we're not aligning with you, we're only aligning with something else, which would be the thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And in that moment, he's succeeding and stealing us away from your presence and killing our joy that we should have, that is our right as your child to have. So Holy Spirit, help show us this so that we're able to recognize it, to repent, and to come back to you and help create good habits in doing this so that it doesn't take us years of counseling to figure it out, but we're able to you know, recognize it and do it on the spot and just keep going and enjoy life like you desire for us. Help us to always remember that you are able to keep us from falling and you present us uh, in your glorious presence without fault, with great joy to God. And that it is... This is done in your majesty and your power and your authority and you, Jesus Christ. And it will be that way for all ages now and forevermore. And the only way that happens, though, is when we're, we allow you to do this for us, when we're in your presence, when we're accepting it. Because all of this is gifts you give us, but, you know, we can accept the gift or we can turn it down. And uh, often... For me, I say I accept the gift, but I'm really turning it down. I'm like the person who, you know, someone gives me money and I don't want to take it. So then I reluctantly take it and then, you know, leave it back in their house or (laughs) throw it in their car or whatever uh, as I'm leaving real quick. So they have to keep the money uh, instead of me taking it, which... I always thought it was kind of funny and like, haha, I won and stuff. But uh, you know, now I see I was robbing those people of blessings, and um, and also not uh, not accepting the gift that you were trying to give me through them. So help us to remember all this, Father. Help us to just delight in you today. Uh, and recognize your presence everywhere we go. Recognize that you are our shepherd, that you do lead us beside still waters. You let us lie down in green pastures, that you, uh, that your staff guides and protects us, that we will not fear evil even though we walk through the darkest valley, that you anoint our head with oil and uh, prepare tables a feast for us before our enemies so that they have to see us enjoying you and having that provision Uh, you i mean you do all these amazing things so thank you thank you thank you thank you um say all this in jesus name amen 
Hope you all have a wonderful and great day. Uh, I'll talk to you later.